Welcome to the Courageous Worth Podcast. I'm your host, Unconditional Worth Coach, Ashley Baxter. Each week's episode helps you live a life of courageous worth, a life where you realize that yourself and your body are worthy as is unconditionally. Living out of that knowledge is a courageous act and allows you to show up more fully as your authentic self, which is crucial because you are valuable and desperately needed in this world. Hey friend, today in this series of things I've learned from trauma is about forgiveness, which is a huge thing in itself. I mean, there are books written solely about forgiveness. It is often hard to put into words, to explain, to understand, to practice. Trust me, I have experienced so much in the worlds of uncertainty with forgiveness. There are so many different layers to forgiveness. What exactly is the situation you're forgiving? Who is involved that you would be forgiving? Do you know this person? Do you not know this person? Are they seeking forgiveness? Are they not seeking your forgiveness? This episode is mainly directed towards forgiveness in which we have been deeply wronged and the person is not a healthy person to have as part of your life. It would be a toxic situation. If that scenario doesn't fit you, I'm sure you have people in your life from time to time in which that is their situation. And this episode can give you thoughts to share with them regarding forgiveness. But also there are situations in your life that I know different aspects of this episode will help you in regards to forgiveness, even if it's a completely different scenario. So in this episode, I want to share with you my journey with forgiveness Then also talk about what forgiveness isn't, what forgiveness is, and why forgiveness is necessary. So as you probably know by now, at the age of 34, I was raped. It was at a spa by a masseuse. I did not know this man outside of him being a masseuse at the spa. And that day changed my life forever. I thankfully sought out counseling and just had amazing people around me and really took time to invest in my healing. And after a couple years, I realized that I was at the point where I needed to dive into forgiveness. And I say that because sometimes people are quick to forgive or they are encouraged to forgive, especially I would say this in the Christian church. I think that's something that sometimes it's like, just forgive this person. But we need to have had the time to process, to fully explore the damage that was done so we can know what we are forgiving. And when they are really deep wounds that have several layers, that isn't something you can just do within a week. It takes time. It takes you seeking out healing. It takes you seeing how it's impacting all these different areas of your life. And that's why I never push someone to forgive because I know that when the time is right, it will reveal itself. So whatever you're dealing with your life, don't force it. It will become apparent when it is the right time. Trust me. And for me, that was probably two or three years after the assault. I had again just done a whole lot of work on myself, on my healing, and I realized that the forgiveness bridge was something I needed to figure out. But it was difficult for me. I had grown up in the Christian church, and so the word forgiveness was very common to me. But I had never forgiven someone that one, I wasn't in a relationship with, and two, that wasn't asking for forgiveness. Usually all my instances of forgiving someone was because it was something that had happened and was causing a rift in our relationship and we needed to have forgiveness to move forward. But that didn't apply to this situation. So how do I forgive someone who isn't even asking for forgiveness, who isn't even admitting what he did? And it was so frustrating because I just couldn't 
figure it out. And so I booked a cabin in the mountains for a week to try to tackle forgiveness. This cabin was off the grid. There was no Wi-Fi. I was able to bring my dog Zoe. And it was just this beautiful little cabin that had a babbling brook in the backyard. There was a fire pit. I love having times where I can just go be in nature and find places of solitude. So this definitely checked all the boxes with that. And like I said, there have been tons of books written about forgiveness. So I brought tons of books about forgiveness. I brought my journals. I just spent a lot of time just in reflection, prayer, looking inward, reading books, trying to figure this out. One of the things that I read that really impacted me a lot in me trying to figure out forgiveness was a book about the Rwandan genocide, talking about all the horrific things that some people experienced and how those that were still alive, how they dealt with the aftermath made all the difference in the world. For those that never had counseling, that never sought forgiveness, that that never practiced forgiveness towards what happened to them, they ended up just becoming walking sores, walking scars, and a lot of them ended up repeating the same things of violence that happened to them, which is very common in anyone that has ever experienced a type of abuse that if they don't seek healing and work on themselves, that unfortunately, just the way that our minds work, oftentimes they can go and repeat the things that happen to them, that they can go and cause harm to other people. And this book was highlighting the importance of stopping that, that anything that you experience that you need to seek healing and you also need to go that route of forgiveness. Otherwise, the damage that was done to you will continue to rob you. It will rob you of your quality of life. It would change you to also be a person that you would never want to have been before. And that means that the trauma, the harm that has been done to you is continually robbing you. That is something that I have thought of a lot when I was going through my healing and still, I mean, I always have this philosophy on healing is that the damage that was done to me, I wanted to do the work to make it not do any more than it had to. Like anything that was within my control in the aftermath, I wanted to put into that so I could stop the spread of that damage. And it was in this I realized what you've probably heard people say, that forgiveness is more so for the person doing the forgiving than the one being forgiven. And this was definitely true in my case because this person wasn't asking for forgiveness. And again, I had just always seen it as a way to bridge and mend an area in a relationship. So finally, throughout that week at the end, I felt like I was able to actually practice forgiveness. I'm going to get more into what that means in a few minutes. But I will say that leaving that week, I felt so much lighter. I felt like I no longer had this grudge I was carrying. Now, don't get me wrong. I never want to see this person. If I saw this person, I have no idea how I would react. But you know, there might be tons of anger that would come up. Who who knows what would happen? But the main thing is realizing how when we don't get to the stage of forgiveness, it is going to constantly be weighing us down. And we get used to it. You know, we get used to carrying the weight of the unforgiveness. And sometimes don't even realize that's what it is. But afterwards, I could tell a difference. It was like this rage that was inside of me bottled up was no longer there constantly simmering. Again, do I still have situations where I get mad and upset and sad and frustrated and angry about this person? Yes. 
but it's more of this constant state that I was living in with that without even realizing because I had gotten so used to it. And that is what the forgiveness alleviated and really in some ways separated me from that person in regards to having a connection to those thoughts and feelings always being there. Again, like I said in the beginning, forgiveness is very difficult to explain and experience, but hopefully some of this is jiving. Is jiving a word that people still use? I'm not sure, but we're just going to go with it. I'm pausing this episode just for a moment because I want to ask you a question. Do you see your worth as being based on conditions? For example, do you see yourself as only worthy if you're a nice person, have achieved certain accomplishments, or perhaps if your life and your body look a certain way? The truth is that your worth is unconditional. But since so many messages throughout life communicate the opposite, you may struggle to recognize your unconditional worth. When you think your worth is measured by certain conditions, you rarely have seasons where you feel like you measure up, which leaves you occasionally feeling exhausted, defeated, and results in either you not showing up in life at all or showing up as an imposter because you feel like you have to pretend you are meeting all the conditions. I don't want you to live another day like this. Click the link in the show notes to sign up for a complimentary 25-minute worth assessment call with me. During this Zoom video call, we will chat about conditional-based worth and how it is showing up in your life. By the end, you will have a tool to help you start breaking free of conditional worth. I'll also share some ways I can help you further on your journey through my coaching services. Click the link now to find out more and sign up for a free call. I'm looking so forward to talking to you. Okay, let's talk about what forgiveness isn't because this is so important. Forgiveness does not, does not, does not excuse what the person did. And I think that's where a lot of people get confused. I got confused because I thought in a way it was saying like, hey, it's as if it never happened. No, it did happen. So it's not excusing it. It also doesn't mean that the person needs to be part of your life. Now, again, that wasn't a situation in my story, but sometimes people think like, oh, you just need to forgive someone so you can get over it. That's fine if that's a relationship worth keeping. If this person is not a person worth keeping in your life, if they are toxic, if they are harmful, it's not worth it. I know every relationship is different, but I will say this. There are certain lines in my mind that if someone crossed them with me and I had a relationship with them, that would be done. I don't, if, even if they ask me for forgiveness, great. You know, we can, I can forgive you. You can, you know, we can go down that route, but that does not mean you get to be part of my life. And again, that can be different for different people, but if someone physically, sexually, mentally, emotionally abused me, if they were that type of an abusive person, I value myself and love myself enough now, hopefully, <laughs> that I would say no, that we that is not someone that I can have in my life. I'm not saying that person can't get work done and grow in those areas, but that is not something that I want to be part of. So I just say that to you because if you have had someone in your life who has abused you in any of those ways or any any ways at all, and you feel like you have to have a relationship with them, you don't. Even if other people do not understand, you don't. Even if that person is part of your family, you don't. Protecting yourself is the most important thing. And I promise you there are other people out there who get it. I have seen people who they have been ostracized from their family when they have drawn boundaries like this, which is one of the most heartbreaking things I have ever seen. But I have been so proud of those people that do it. And there are tons of support groups online and different people who have walked that same path and they can be there to help you and support you. A lot of them are online support groups, so they're very easy to find. Okay, next, forgiveness also doesn't mean you have to communicate it to that person. 
Again, like I said shortly ago, forgiveness is really for yourself. And so whether you communicate that to that person or not, that isn't like a step to make something be officially forgiven. And also I should pause to say that forgiveness can, you know, that word, it could be used interchangeably. That's the word um, for other things. It could be letting it go, you know, releasing your anger, whatever it is. So forgiveness, releasing your anger, letting it go, fill in the blank. But I just say that because sometimes the word forgiveness, especially if people have grown up in a church where it's spoken about a lot, it can get kind of confusing. And anyway, so hopefully that helps if you were having some issues with that. If I had to sum up, what forgiveness is in a sentence, I would say that it's letting go of the negative feelings that are destructive and that are keeping you in a state of anger and hate. Forgiveness can be done in many ways also in regards to specific actions. It could just be you sitting in your room and reaching that point. It could be journaling. It could be writing a letter to that person if you do want to communicate it to that person. It could also be a phone call. It could be a text. It could be meaning in the person. It could be you writing down the state of all this anger you were holding and then you burning it in a fire. For me, I threw a rock into a river. I'm a very much a person who I like having physical actions with it or burning something with it. Promise I'm not a pyromaniac. So again, there's just there's not one way. You can do all these different things that whatever resonates with you and is really going to feel like that process is happening. So why forgiveness? is the next point. And we have talked about this already in so many different ways, but you don't deserve this to rob you anymore. It's already robbed you of so much, most likely whatever the thing you are experiencing in which someone else caused you intentional harm. But again, in my last point, which we've already talked about is most fully understand the pain in order to truly know what you are forgiving. If not, then you are going to forgive and think that you have fully forgiven and then something else is going to come up and then you're going to get frustrated and be like, oh, but have I forgiven this person? And so in any situation, again, this is true for situations where someone accidentally, you know, unintentionally harmed you in a way that needs to be forgiven, fully dive into that, fully see what parts of it hurt you, what angered you, what harmed you, because then you can know what you are fully forgiving and you can truly let it go. And again, letting it go can mean different things. It doesn't mean that you're never going to get angry again. You're never going to get frustrated. For some people, yes, that might be the situation. For other people, it is just that letting go of that underlying current, that simmering of hate, resentment, anger, all those things that are still weighing you down. I hope this has been helpful. Again, I know that forgiveness is a crazy thing. It is There's so much to wrap your mind around. And even though I had this time in the mountains years ago where I was able to forgive that person, it's still difficult to explain. I think it means something different to everyone. It looks different for everyone. But I would just also remember that forgiveness is for you more than it is for anyone else. Even if someone's asking you for forgiveness, I know that when I wrong someone, like hearing the words that they're okay with it, that they've forgiven me are wonderful to hear. But really, it's a lot about me making amends if I've hurt someone and then me forgiving myself, not excusing it, not excusing any harm I've done, but learning from it and letting go of the anger and resentment maybe I'm holding to myself and the judgment of myself. That's a little 
turning on our heads <laughs> way of looking at forgiveness and areas where we're forgiving ourselves for things that we have done. But just wanted to kind of add some of that color to it as well as we close this episode on forgiveness. So I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope that you can take some time to look at areas in your life in which maybe it is time for forgiveness. And if it's not, don't rush it. Don't rush it. You will know when it's right. If you continue to focus on healing and working through it, when you get to that step of forgiveness, you'll know because it'll be evident that it's holding you back in some ways. So today, just figure out what is your next step with forgiveness. I'm cheering you on. You've got this. It's so important. It's a very important work. And I'm just thankful that you're here today and listening to this. And I hope that it has been helpful. That wraps up today's episode of the Courageous Worth Podcast with me, your host, Ashley Baxter. If you are loving the show, go to Apple Podcasts to leave a five-star rating and a comment. The link to do so is in the show notes. If you love this episode and want to share it with others, post a screenshot of it on social media and feel free to tag me in it. My handle is at the Ashley Baxter. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to the show so you never miss an episode about helping you live a life of courageous worth. Until next time, remember, you are valuable and desperately needed in this world. 